<clears throat> what up, everybody? It's your guy T. Swin. My guy's going to be jumping in in a little bit. Uh, we have started a podcast. I've been talking about it. It's called uh, Men Can't Always Be Wrong. <clears throat> Let's see. Let's see. Hey, Joe. Joe, go ahead and request. Let's see. Let's see, let's see, let's see. All right. Trying to bring them in here. Let's see. Trying to get them in here. But it's a new podcast called uh, Men Can't Always Be Wrong. It's me, myself, LDC1. That's my engineer, my producer, the guy that make all my songs sound good. You know what I'm saying? My guy, Steve-O, Hufferman Cop. And my boy Joe. Let's see. So, go Joe, try again, man. There we go. How's it going? What's up, bro? Oh, it's going good, man. Yeah. Steve-O jumping on? Yeah, he's getting on in a second. All right. Man, introduce yourself to the people. Hey, my name is, uh, well, just call me Joe Bean. That's what I do. <laughs> That's what's up. So, yeah, it's our first podcast. Hope we can uh, make the ongoing thing. Uh my background lived by by myself, man. I've been uh, actually like in not law enforcement, but dealing with criminals for the last 10, 15 years. All right. Security um, field. Security. I did bail bonds for a little bit. So if you have any questions about the bond system, if I can either uh, let you know or I can find out. This is a, y'all know me. It's your guy T. Swin, your favorite rapping expediter. Father, art, artist, entrepreneur. All right, we're getting this thing kicked off. Doing something new for y'all. Coming at y'all from the male point of view, the male perspective on talks and topics. And so uh, people can get the truth from how men really feel. You know what I'm saying? Missy Trucking is in the chat. Good evening. And um, giving y'all the truth from the male point of view about how we feel. And so we could better help our community our families and our relationships to help understand each other, you know? Um, so we're waiting on, our, we're waiting on the other guy to join our other guy, Steve-O. He should be jumping in shortly. And we'll get this thing popping and cracking. You know what I'm saying? Uh, today's topic is, um, why men can't open up to their women. So we're gonna, uh, we're gonna have a discussion about that. 
Right. And so uh, I guess we'll just, uh, when Steve-O come on, we'll just, you know, just bring him right into the conversation. All right. So uh, earlier this month, famous influencer, Love Dorsey, did a, did a live where she was talking to a young man. He was talking about his communication problems he was having with his woman. And she was talking about uh, opening up to your woman and why men sometimes don't open up to open up to their women and don't give certain information. Well, she had a lot of good points. I like Love Dorsey because uh, she holds men and women accountable. But you're going to hear from a male perspective, though. You know what I'm saying? So in this live that she did, she brought up that um, – that a man should find a, a woman as, as a helpmate so he can open up to her, you know? And uh, from my experience, uh majority of interactions with women, relationships and stuff like that, it's real hard for men to open up to women because a lot of times women will weaponize what you use or what you told them. You get into an argument or something like this, a little difference, they'll use that against you just to hit as a low blow. Or something like that, you know. And so, a lot of men not just not just me, multiple men. These are the talks that we have in the barbershops and stuff like that. They can vouch for that they've experienced the same thing by giving information. All right, we got Steve O. Steve O, we're going to go ahead request Steve O. All right, come on in here. What's up, bro? What's going on? Man, introduce yourself to the people. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Hover man cop himself. <laughs> here to hit it rolling on the discussion. It's a good topic. Yes, sir. Give me a little background about yourself, man. Let the people know who you are. Well, I'm from uh, upstate New York. I'm presently now. Been living here in Houston, Texas for over 14 years. And my 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 expertise, of course, is definitely in serving the people, law enforcement. I did undercover work. I did investigations. I put uh, my heart and soul and everything that has to do with protecting and serving the right way. And yes, to be present with these gentlemen here, we want to definitely bring things to a new direction. And hopefully, but it's going to be a great change for the better. Yes, sir. Now, like I said, today's topic is why men can't open up to the women. You're looking at three members of the Men Can't Always Be Wrong podcast. Our fourth member, he'll be making it on the next podcast. It's Byron LDC1. And uh, so we're going to go right back to I'm going to state the first part again. So Love Dorsey had a, had a live, and she was talking about the interaction between men and women why men sometimes don't open up to their women. And one of the first things she said in her live was that a man needs to find a woman as a helpmate that he can open up to. Do y'all believe that that is true, that a man can find a woman that he can open up to? And is that like the norm? Well, my opinion is, uh, well, yes and no. And the reason why I say yes is because it is that special woman out there that you can't open up to, but in my opinion, this is, this is my opinion. You know, correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, <laughs> that most of the time, like you said, man, women take 
stuff and they flip it on you. Like once I show you that I'm weak, they uh, take that and make it seem like I'm less of a man and they want to take charge of everything, you know? Uh, mm -hmm. It's like, I'm use lions as a, as a reference. All right, so the female lion does all the hunting, right? The male lion is the protector. Everybody knows their role, right? The woman knows, the female knows she has to do her part, which is the hunting part. But when it comes down to it, my responsibility is to protect you. So mm -hmm. I take my lead because I'm in charge of making sure everybody's safe. So that's my opinion. Steve-O, you got something on that? Well, well, the thing about it, you know, men just have to have to understand their place and women have to understand their place. And together, you're talking about a relationship, but there's two different levels to it. When you talk about an ordinary relationship, when you're dating and trying to get to know a person, but then if you talk about marriage, that's a whole other different level. But you got to start with the basics. If a man doesn't know himself and respects himself, you can't expect a woman to do it for you. Then also, a woman who doesn't respect herself but wants the man to respect her, you're going to have some problems. So both individuals have to learn themselves, know themselves, respect themselves, and then when the two get together, it won't be no problems. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah, you need to know yourself before you jump into a relationship. Um, she also said in her live that um, a man needs to create a vulnerable space with his woman. Now, in, in my experience, anytime you, you do that, it goes bad. You know what I'm saying? You Like Joe said, uh, you looked at it as weak. Uh, argument comes up. It'll be used as a weapon towards you. Because a, a lot of times, and uh, we this, 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 I'm not trying to put men against women, but women would use their tongue as their weapon. You know what I'm saying? They use it to tear down. There's such thing as verbal abuse and physical abuse. You know what I'm saying? So it's a lot of us find it hard to find a vulnerable space within the person that we with because we we be looked at as weak. You know what I'm saying? But you guys got anything to say about that? Well, you know, women, it's in women's nature to test the man anyway. Mm -hmm. You know, no, no matter what. And I think every woman can agree with that. They want to be able to test the man to see if that man is really going to be the man and step up to be the man when he needs to be a man. And then mm -hmm. to go along with that, a man should always be a man, uh, regardless of the fact. And when it comes to being vulnerable to your woman, you know, it depends on how long you you with that woman, you know. And if you trust that woman enough and you're secure enough with that woman to sh share that vulnerable spot because – you should be vulnerable to someone that you love. Exactly. Vulnerable to someone that you love, then why are you with them? Exactly. Yeah, you know, so that's, that's, but that's all in the mindset. But if, if you grow up in an environment and you see that man at his lowest point and he opens up to you only to use that later to bring him down and tear him down, then that wasn't your woman in the first place. Exactly. Exactly. Now, she says, now, Love Dorsey also said that in this day and age, that women don't want a man to talk. 
they just want a man to be a yes boy. If he speaks up, he's being uh, uh, a Mitch. I won't say the other word. <laughs> yeah. He's being a Mitch. Do y'all feel that's true in, today, in, in today's uh, society? I feel it's true. Um, the reason why are, I think our culture, this as an American culture, not black culture, has made it to where, you know, you know, if you look at all across the world, different parts of the world, a man is like expected to be the the head of the household, you know, the leader yeah. of the family. But not saying it's a bad thing, you know, women here have more opportunity to express themselves and be independent from a man. Not saying it's a bad thing, that's a good thing, because you want somebody who has their own dreams and ambitions so y'all can compliment mm -hmm. them, right? Yeah. But, like I said, in the end of the day, two people can't lead. If I have one direction for where we want to go and you have another direction, you know, that doesn't match, then we, like, like Steve said, we probably shouldn't even be together, right? Exactly. But somebody's going to have to submit. Two people trying to lead, it's not going to work. No, in anything you do, like in the military, like both of y'all gentlemen were in the military, correct? Right? Yeah. You have to take orders, right? If if that captain tells you to do something and it goes down the line, somebody doesn't do what they're supposed to do, then somebody comes out hurt, you know? Or mm -hmm. worse, you know? So, like, if I am the leader of the family and I'm not saying you should, I said you should submit, but you don't have to be a slave to me. So you correct me when I'm doing wrong. You know, if I'm doing something wrong that's against the law or against God, yeah. Mm -hmm. But if everything you do is to help the family, then maybe you should take a step back and follow. No, but when I'm wrong, correct me. I, I'll, I'll accept that any day. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Yeah. You know, no. the thing, thing about it too, though, y'all, you know, the more I think about it too, you know, in the as 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 decades have gone by from the sixties, the seventies, the eighties, the nineties, we started to see more of the shift from uh, the man being taken the role and from the uh, in inside the home to the man being pushed out of the home. And that's yeah. where for came in where the man had to hide, you know what I mean? The man could be the man in the yeah. home, or the man couldn't have his name. You know what I mean? As being a part of the home or in, in you yeah. know, part of the, the family in the home. You know what I'm saying? And exactly. So, and so, and then too, we start to see the shift and how, you know, women started to take more of the role as as playing the, the, the father figure, which will never happen, never can be. You have to let the man be a man and the children be with their daddy and see the daddy, you know, in the home, in the, in the mother. Mm -hmm. The, the the that family culture that has always been there in, in our in our families, uh, even from uh, the days of Africa, <laughs> and then coming over yeah. came over here, and in this land, of course, we were separated from our our families and for our, our heritage and all those traditions. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and uh, that brings us to, to another point, man. Like uh, in our community, they seem to glorify single mothers. And uh, it's it's pushed on us. You can see it in commercials and all kind of things. When they when they show a commercial, they'll show every other ethnicity or culture in the family. But in the commercial, you'll see the black man by himself, 
you'll see the black woman by herself or her just with the kids. They try to they try to display images like that to us. And also uh, what our community does is a lot glorifying the single motherhood. How do you think it affects our young men? Oh, it, it, it has, you know, I don't even have to say it. Look at the majority of the young brothers today. If they ain't sagging their pants with what their rear ends doing, they're giving their rear ends up. And they ain't giving their rear ends up to the woman. They're giving their rear ends up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, you know, I see. Ain't, Go ahead. You know, and it ain't, you know, we just got to be honest. You know, the, the roles are changing, not for the better. It's yeah. Happening more in our culture. Yeah. Any other culture. And any other culture. And uh, we have so many single mothers raising raising sons. And um, these sons are learning, you know, uh, feminine traits and they're being more emotional. They're not they're not being taught to be logical, you know, being uh, uh, slow to wrath. You know what I'm saying? So a lot of our guys are getting put in this prison system off of acting off emotions and rage instead of, you know, processing logically the situation. And so I see that happening a lot. And um, it's really affecting our community. And I'm going to tell you something, man. And I'm going to tell you from a law enforcement perspective, perspective, majority of the time, it don't take much to push a button of a, of a, of a young man or young black male at all. You're yeah. alone. All you have to do is say one little thing and, and, a lot of male, black males are so emotional, they are automatically going to fly off. And that's going to give the, the the wrong officer who has the bad intentions to use excessive force because he already knows you're going to respond, respond emotionally. Yeah. And you're going to feed into what a bad officer already wants to do to you as a black man or black male. It's pretty much a guarantee. It doesn't matter, no matter what situation, that majority of the time, a lot of black men, black males, they're so emotional, they don't know how to think first and assess the situation before saying something or reacting. Mm -hmm. And that feeds into why so many, too, are in the uh, jail system. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So many of our young men and brothers nephews and all that are in, uh, in that system. They're making money off of us being in that system. It's uh, part of it's by design. Like you said, or you mentioned earlier, when they remove the man out of the home, you know, and um, most likely according to, to statistics, when a man is out in the home, single mother homes, the children are more likely to wind up incarcerated in jail exactly. and, and, and become uh, criminals. You know, uh, the father's the disciplinary in the household. Mm -hmm. So yeah, we need to change. We need to change that narrative, and and get our household, and our communities, and our families back. Absolutely. You know? Yeah, I was gonna uh, chime in on that. Me, me personally, I was raised by uh, my mother, uh, mm -hmm. black woman. Um, for me, growing up, the struggle was, you know, I never had somebody tell me, "Oh, you need to move like this," or "You need to move like that." I had to figure out. Mm -hmm. Now, both. Other people with the male in the house, you know, it's a foundation. If you build off that foundation, I had to kind of just figure out on my own, you know. Uh, yeah. You know, 
and like to say, as far as anger thing would save me from like really, I I had anger issues, you know. Uh, first of all, my mom, she was a correction officer for twenty seven years, so that kind of had me, you know, she already had a, in my head a little fear of the penal system. Yeah, but actually, mm -hmm. this is for me personally. What actually made me being able to cope with my frustrations and stuff, I became a martial artist. You know, I found a community. You know, people who are with ideas. They were positive and, you know, eat this way. You know, everybody needs a foundation, a, a compass, you know, or how, yeah. to, how not to move, you know. Not saying my mom didn't do a great job. She did do a great job. She kept me out of trouble. But in the end of the day, only a man could tell a man, no, only a man can, a real man can produce another real man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That foundation now. Uh, yeah. Like I said, I found it another way, thank God, because, you know, we're all one decision from being in jail anyway, you know. Anything can go yeah. on time. Uh, but that's just my point of view on it. It's like not discouraging single mothers or something, but you do need that male influence in your house. Well, not in the yeah. house, around that young man. Because without having somebody to look up to and to guide you, you just fall for anything, you know. Because, like, no, we all want to be in that culture, like, I me myself, I was younger, oh, okay, I'm gonna be this this tough guy, yada 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 yada. And come to find out I wasn't that tough. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. Scary, you yeah, know? You but Yeah, you need a man around to show a young man how to be a man. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, my father my father was in my life, man. He showed me a lot of a lot of good things. And uh that's why I turned out to be a good young, you know, good man growing up and a good father. Um and also, you know, I, I watched him and watched how he moved and saw the things that I didn't want to copy and mimic. And, you know, it made myself better in those areas. Um, but we do need we do need men in these young men's lives to show them how to move and operate and interact with women. You know what I'm saying? So we can get this black family back. Um, for me, like I'm going to bring it back to the communication and the opening up. I've, you know, and uh, a lot of the relationships that I was in. I find it hard to, to, uh, to open up about things I was dealing with because it always got used against me in an argument. You know what I'm saying? It would be an argument not even dealing with it then just to use it, hit as a low blow. The woman would put that out, you know, put some information out that I told her to hit me as a low blow just so she could feel, I guess, feel like she won the conversation or the argument or whatever. And uh, I found myself in a relationship where, I, like, anytime I would talk to her, I would listen to her. I would listen to her talk. And then when it came became my time to talk, she would start crying or she wouldn't listen. So it was it became to a point where I felt like I couldn't even talk to her about anything that I was dealing with, my day at work or anything like that. So um, so I would just shut down because I felt like I would just my you know what I was saying was falling on deaf ears, and uh, and I was afraid to open up about certain things with her because I was afraid of that coming back on me. I said if I give her this information, she's just gonna use it later, you know, and uh. My religion at that time, it uh, I felt like I was real unhappy because I feel like I, I'm I'm with this person, but I can't even communicate with this person. I can't open to this person about everything. I got to show to everything. I got to put everything on my back and just deal with it, you know. And uh, I was in a, I was at a, a bad spot, but because of my beliefs, I, I wouldn't leave because of my religious beliefs. You know what I'm saying? Mm. But uh, you guys have any like ex experience uh, uh, dealing with uh? Uh, in a relationship to where you felt like you couldn't communicate with a person 
or you feel like you had to hold back some information so that this this person wouldn't use it against you or you wouldn't be looked at as as if you were weak? Go ahead, Joe. Well, I'm not going to say as, as far, I never had a situation where they used it against me, but I do have com problems communicating. And the reason why I think I have com problems communicating is because maybe childhood stuff, you know, mm -hmm. uh, a lot of people, a lot of males, black males, we're traumatized, you know, the thing stuff that happened in my childhood that no kid. So me being weak, I can't be weak, you know, because out of, out of, yeah. of being not, not violated, but of being uh, not able to deal with the situation. So I never want to be weak, appear to be weak, because mm -hmm. you never want to give up, oh, I can't handle this. You know, we're taught as black males, well, mostly males, you, you can't be that person who cry or so sensitivity. You got to be that strong alpha male, you know? Yeah. But a lot of it's from, you know, being a child, you know, I had, you have to, like I said, figuring stuff out from your own. You never had no... I don't know about you guys. I've never seen any of the males in my family cry. Yeah, now, our show signs of weakness. So it's it's a learning. Yeah. Um, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. It came up in the environment, man. If you if you if you drop some tears, somebody will punch you in the chest and be like, "Hey, man, exactly." Hey, suck that shit up, you know. But not even, don't let nobody see you. Not even in the just not in the house. This on the streets. Exactly. Like, Oh man, you cry, oh, what you crying for? You little punk, you know? So, yeah. You can't like the way I know we but we were raised in the nineties. It's different now. I don't know how it is. <laughs> yeah. And yeah I, a lot of times. Yeah. Go ahead. Don't know weakness because you will either get bullied or escorted or something. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That little oh, oh he's weak. Let me go ahead and uh, make him run. Oh, you take this over here for me. You you know then you get in trouble. You know, or you go, oh, don't do this for me, then you get in trouble. But you do it here and not being, you know, but if you're standing, if you're able to stand up for yourself, then you know, people know, okay, don't mess with him. You know, he ain't going for it. Yeah. There's, um, there's some famous YouTubers, you know, you know they, they call it the Manosphere. Manosphere, uh, where they talk about, like, uh, they tell you, don't open up to your woman. You know what I'm saying? That, that, you know, I feel like if it's something that's going to affect the family, and affect your relationship, you know, uh, affect the family, like, it's going to be detrimental to the family. Yeah, you need to open up to your woman. But I feel that there's certain things that you just need to keep to yourself. And in the, and the, and the ministry, they tell you, you know, uh, hey, bro, don't don't say this to your girl. You need to, you need the outlet, man, talk to your bros. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of times, I can vouch for that because um, my brothers will understand what I'm going through. They men themselves. They may have advice, you know, experience to help me with that situation. Because uh, a lot of times in the society, if you open up about certain things, you're going to be viewed as you're weak or you can't lead or something like that. So in my own life, uh, a lot of times I just I turn to my brothers to get advice and information and, and for a release. I also started doing martial arts so I can have me an outlet, you know, be, a, a be, be with like-minded people and get that energy and that stress off of me, you know? And I, and I think that's an important, important point for both of y'all. And the key thing is you have to find something to release all that stress as a man off of you. You can't hold all that in. Yeah. And 
able to tap into that warrior spirit that's within you at all times and release that stress off of you when you need to. And the best way to do that is some some form of exercise or martial arts or something. But every man needs to have that. You have to have that because it's it's in our DNA to have that yeah. warrior, that battle mindset, and that 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 attribute got is in us. It's got to remain in us. We can't have that dormant. And and yeah. that's happening a lot. A lot of a lot of brothers don't have that warrior spirit in them and that's got to come back yeah it's got to come back yeah has to have the warrior spirit without a doubt because if we don't have it in these days and time we're going to be the first ones to get killed as we've been seeing right before our eyes on national tv yeah we'll get dem we get demolished man get wiped out and um you know, one of my pet peeves is seeing a brother walk around with flip-flops on. <laughs> you're not prepared for anything. Huh? Yeah, you got flip-flops on and your pants sagging, you're not prepared for nothing. Come on, man. Go ahead. Come on. How, how are you going to how are you gonna respond to something with flip-flops on? How are you going to protect your <laughs> or run after some, some suspect or do whatever it is you got to do and, and to defend yourself and your family with flip flops on. Yeah. I mean, just yeah. something as simple as that. Flip yeah. flops got to go. I don't even want to be around them. <laughs> me. Personally, I don't be around yeah. them with no flip flops on because those are already telling me you ain't ready. Exactly. Think, think about yeah. that. Think about yeah, that. Same, same thing. My daughter's better not bring no dude to me in no flip flops either. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Pants ain't flip fly. You got yeah. to have to get ready, right? Yeah. Exactly. Huh? Exactly. I, I that's the I'm first a, thing. Yeah, you know, I, and, I, and, and this is offend somebody. I'm the type of person, I just speak the truth. So if this going to, yeah. I don't think y'all better listen to me because I ain't going to hold stuff back. I'm just going to speak the truth. And that's one <laughs> thing I hope y'all remember. Brothers don't ever again wear no flips flip flops out in public. And now it's yeah. bad. we seen, I don't know if y'all seen these brothers are wearing these uh bonnets on bonnets. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. It, it, yeah, it's a big shift happening and it's not for the better. It's not for the good good either, man. No. Yeah. Yeah, those those are none of Go ahead. About like this man, our view of world of the world and the women's view of the world is different because Yeah. Just the perspective, the what we go through, the stuff that we go through, some women probably would never experience. So, not saying they don't know what they're talking about. It's just that I just feel like you can't uh, give your opinion on something that you never experienced. It's like I can't give an opinion on a woman's experience or the or the view of the world because I'm not. Yeah. This because it's there's like I heard this somewhere that you know women are are and man must become you know we must yeah something um we have to if we don't have a, a way to support you or protect you or whatever it is you know that's that's a we don't have no value to you so you know like i said that causes issues too when uh you know i don't know it goes back to slavery days or not you know they'll put the women out front you know uh, yeah, 
especially in the black community, you know. And like I said, there's nothing wrong with a woman being strong, a black woman being strong. Nothing wrong with that. But like the me and my one of these other guys I used to talk talk to KJ. Shout out to KJ. Black man is the only man who doesn't own a woman. You know, yeah. if you see the Latin culture or the Korean culture, Asian culture, Middle Eastern culture, look how their women treat their man. Mm. Juan could be on the street selling oranges. Like, like, like you said, I think you said this to me. Yeah. Go home to his wife and she'll respect him. And he's on the street wearing orange. I could be a multi-millionaire millionaire. And I go home to my woman and I'm still just, you know, Come on to chaos. Exactly. Come on to chaos. That's like yeah. I said before, I'm not telling you to be a slave to me, but you must for this to work, you're gonna have to somebody's gonna have to submit. And yeah, I'm the protector. I shouldn't be the one submitting. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Chris Wag did it in one of he, he talked about it in one of his stand ups, and I believe we talked about this that uh a man is only valuable as long as he provides something. If he if he can't provide anything, he, he's he's not loved unconditionally. We just say uh, women, children, and dogs are loved yes. unconditionally. A man is only loved if he provides something. Exactly. And uh, I remember this taking me back to the time, man. Uh, I remember when I was in a relationship, and the lady that I was with, she lost her job. She came home crying, and uh, she told me she she said I lost my job today, and I just laughed. I said, man, ain't nothing worry, ain't nothing to worry about. You gonna find another one. Don't, I got everything. Don't worry about nothing. Okay, some years go down the road. I lose my job. Uh. She goes, she goes, you need to leave. <laughs> <laughs> I say, I say, whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, hold up. Ho ho hold up. <laughs> Everything fall down for you. I say, I got us. Now I'm in a bad spot. You supposed to be my, my team player, my role dog. I lose my job. Is you need to leave. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> And you know, the light came on on my the light came on. It's like, hey man, I'm I'm only as good as is as, as what I provide. You know what I'm saying? As good as she can fall and she can bump and hit her head as much as she as much as she wants to. But I my my time go down, hey, it's it's, it's over. <laughs> wow. Yeah. yeah. That's that's just the hard truth of it. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I covered every I covered everything with no questions asked. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I got that. I got. Don't worry about it. Didn't think twice about it. You know what I'm saying? The the first time I asked her to help me with something, her face balled up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I said, you know what? I ain't gonna ask you for nothing again. I just get it. I say what I got to say. I do what I got to do. Work our jobs. You won't hear me. You won't hear me ask you for nothing. You know? Wow. Oh man, do you think it's like that in other cultures? Um, in my, yeah, in uh, in my experience, like other cultures tend to have more traditional family values, and they they tend to uh, they tend to respect men more than we do in the Western society, the Western world. Um, a lot of things I've experienced here in America, I haven't experienced overseas dealing with relationships overseas. Okay. A lot of the unnecessary arguments and stuff I have have here stateside, I've never had. Wow. I've never had a I've never had a woman overseas use something that's important to me that I tell her and use it back to me as a weapon to try to take me down, put me down, and hit me with a low blow. I never had that happen. I've wow. never had a woman call me out of my name out in public overseas. But it's like almost it's a common thing here in the states. This is normal. You can go to your gas station. 
and, and, and he a man and a woman. He, 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 he him arguing, you know what I'm saying, and cussing each other out like they about to throw down, like they, like this woman can beat this man, you know what I'm saying? But uh, uh, and uh, it, it happens a lot in our community, man. I don't see that much in too many other communities. That um, we we we've been put against each other, right. you know what I'm saying? And 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 we've been we've been brainwashed. A lot of us have been brainwashed, you know, that we don't need each other. We actually do. That's right. And, and because when, when we're apart, then that's more money for them. Uh-huh. There's, there's two mortgages. There's two rents. There's two light bills. You know what I'm saying? And they're making money off us in the child support system and all that kind of stuff. You know? They, they make it's big business for them to keep us separated. Uh-huh. We just, we, we don't really, we, we can't really grasp it because because it's, we, we've been so inundated with so much of trash. Yeah. We see it, we hear it, and unfortunately, a lot of the parents are allowing their kids to see it and hear it. And yeah. it's, it's gotten to the point, you even pay attention, it's all in the cartoons now. Yeah. Yeah. It's like that. Yes, yeah, everyone. It's like 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 you were like you were saying, like just think about it. All these entertainers make all these songs about oh you need to be an independent woman and all this other stuff, but all the ones singing the songs are with a man. Yeah, they married. They, they going home to their mansion. They ain't in the hood no more. They married. married. Here's here's the question. Uh, yeah. Person is asking here. It says, why do men stay in toxic situations? Love. That's man. That's what. That's what. That's for both sides. But um, a lot of times, men stay in, in, in tight situations because they want to take care of the men that I know and, and what I've seen from my observation. Because they want to take care of their family. They they stand for the kids. You know what I'm saying? And even in my situation in the past relationship, it was toxic. But I stayed around for my children. I wanted to be in my children's lives and be the one good person that they could they could observe and see a, and see a good example. And I knew that if I if I, I knew that if I wasn't in the picture, it was gonna go all downhill. And so I stayed in that I stayed in that relationship for a very very long time because of my children. And then you got some other guys they don't they stay because they don't want to pay child support. I met a couple guys like that. They knew that I don't want to lose the house. I'm gonna stay here till the kids turn 18 years old, and then I'm gonna go on my way. But but you unhappy man, you, you, you unhappy. So in my situation, I stayed because of the children. Mm. Yeah. Well, it's definitely cheaper to keep her. <laughs> Man, peace of mind is better than that. Than, yeah, you know. I'm just making a joke. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> I stayed because you know, you know, yeah, you love somebody, you really love somebody, you willing to do sacrifice yourself because you just love that person so much. You know. Yeah. So even flaw flaws, no, no, not only us women do it too. You know, you see that woman with that guy, like, oh, why you with this dude? But yeah, but love make you do strange things. So yeah. let me ask y'all this: Do y'all think that that toxic situation was seen way beforehand, before you came, before you had children with this person? So if you saw it, and if the question is yes, I help me understand because I, I don't have children. Thank God. Mm-hmm. I never got. <laughs> <laughs> I thank God. Yeah. Thank God now. Yeah. But so if you if have you seen the the toxic building before 
y'all engaged in a marriage or to have children with that person? And if so, why didn't y'all get out of it before that toxic toxic got too out of control? Or did it happen over time and it was too late to after you had children or invested so much time in that woman? That's it. It's, it's, for me, in my situation, man, I grew up in a loving household. I didn't see uh, negative stuff. I didn't see uh, abuse. I didn't see cheat. I didn't see cheating and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? So uh, I was blind. I was green to a lot of things. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I recognized the red flags later on. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I believed the person that I was with, and then things started popping up. And then that changed my mentality. It changed my mentality toward relationships. It changed my mentality towards marriage. You know what I'm saying? So uh, a lot of times when things were happening, it took me back to other points in time. I was like, oh, that's what that was. Okay. Okay, that's who that person was. That's what that situation was. You know, it started coming back to me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But uh, but after that relationship, hell yeah, I was, I was, I could see all the red flags after that. <laughs> any any other future relationship going into? I can see all the red flags after that. Yeah. Yeah. Even my situation is like I saw the red flags, but you always like I have an exit. I can leave at any time. But when you have that kid and <laughs> a person, not saying you know, not saying you're stuck, but you're gonna try to do what's best for that kid, you know, because you love your child, you know. So even if you and that woman don't get along, you're gonna bear the load because you're going to sacrifice yourself for that child if you're a real man, you know? Mm. Yeah. Okay, yeah, man. Uh, go ahead, Steve. Are you about to say something? I was just going to say I, if one thing is for sure, I guess the most important thing that, like in anything else is that, man, always be proactive in a relationship, proactive when it comes to your finances, what you're going to do with that person. Mm, oh, yeah. You know, I mean, proactive on everything. Yeah, that's very important, man. Just because, uh, man, I, I my my whole it's like my whole DNA is made up proactive. I'm so proactive. I just started to stay proactive on on everything. I try not to let nothing catch me off guard, man. You know, gotcha. Uh, very important to be proactive. You never want to go in those situation just um, loosey goosey. Yeah. Not not well prepared, and have things planned out in the week. Everything don't always work that way, but if yeah. you want to have something in your forefront of your mind and in your heart, and use your past experience to lead and guide you through a relationship or when you get to know a a person. Yeah, you don't want to never go in blind or blindsided. And this is a thing too. I thought about this earlier today. Yeah, you know. You know, you if you really want to get to know a woman or a man, if you really and you serious about getting to know them, look at their parents. <laughs> that's true. That's what I tell my nephews. Go ahead, Joe. Go ahead. But there's some people out there. No, no, they have wonderful parents, but hey, something happened to them that traumatized them in their childhood or or in their adulthood, and they just turned to a different yeah. You know, for two. Yeah, I know some people like that. They had some great parents, but they made some bad decisions. They went down that hole. Yeah. But uh, uh, I tell my nephews, I tell them all the time, and I tell my children too. My daughters, I say, hey, you know, look at his parents. What kind of upbringing does he have? Is it mother and father? Do they have a loving relationship? Are they in the same household? 
You know what I'm saying? I tell them all the time, look at that. Do they have a relationship with God? If they ain't got none of that, man, you need to leave them alone. Yeah. They come from a they come from a chaotic upbringing. That's right, man. A lot of the time they come from a chaotic. I'm not gonna say all the time, but a lot of time they come from a chaotic upbringing. You know. So um, we kind of you talk about the relationships, and she touched on love. Dorsey also touched on this too. And um, have you ever, uh, with a female, weighed her good qualities? against y'all not being compatible. Like, yeah, she got these good things about her, but, man, I don't really like this. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, you keep you staying with You know you're not compatible, but you stay with her because she does have these other good qualities. Have you ever been in a relationship like that? Yeah, I have. Uh, hey, I was dating a pharmacist when I was younger. <laughs> Had the $500,000 house and everything. But in the end of the day, yeah. you know, she had all the qualities. She's... But at the end of the day, we just weren't compatible, you know. We yeah. had the same interests, you know. Didn't have the same goals. But we weren't on the same line, on the same path. So, you know, had to separate. Now, even though she had, and she had to go on home. I ain't gonna lie, she had to go on home. But in the end of the day, uh, money's not everything, you know. And I want to, you know, being a man, you want to blaze your own path. You don't want to be riding somebody else's coattail. Yeah. And I felt, you know, I felt like, uh, yeah, I can get everything I want with her, but with her helping me build that, not build it, but with her doing things for me constantly that she can take it away from me at any time, you mm. know? Yeah. So yeah. I don't want to never be in a situation where I have to be reliant. I want to be self-reliant. I don't want to be in a situation where anybody, not just the the woman I'm with, but anybody can just take it, just take it away from me at any time they want. Yeah. Steve, you got, you got something? Somebody, somebody put in the comments, the real King David says, com comparability versus compromise. <laughs> it, it doesn't mix. Exactly. That's my boy David, man. Uh, man, if you need a house built here in Houston, man, hit a, hit him up, man, Real King David. If you need some jewelry made, hit my boy up, man. He's done jewelry for Mayweather, uh, Beyonce. Man, uh, um, man, y'all hit him up, bro. In the comments, hit him up. You need a house built. You need some advice and consultation on what you need to do, man, building your house, or you need some jewelry made, hit him up, man. Um, yeah, man, compatibility and compromise. Yeah, they, don't, yeah, they don't go together. Uh, now, also, um, like I've been in a situation where I stayed with a lady because she had a certain shape that I like, you know what I'm saying? And uh, um, she had some she had some qualities I like, but it was more the stuff I didn't like. You know what I'm saying? And I also stayed with because uh, I say because I was married, too. You know what I'm saying? And, and it felt, I felt like I didn't have grounds for uh, a divorce. You know what I'm saying? And so I, I stayed, even though we weren't compatible. We went to marriage counseling. Pastor was like, uh, yeah, I should have never got together. Mm. You know, I was uh I was trying to make it I was trying to make it work due to other failed relationships. But it, it it was it had no future. And so but but she had the physical physical shape I like and I was trying to hold on to that. You know what I'm saying? And then I realized, hey man, that that ain't what's up. I could find that somewhere else or somebody that got the things that I want, the characteristics that I like. Now, another thing I'm going to bring you to, are you willing to settle with a woman who listens and is open to you expressing yourself if she doesn't have all the physical traits that you like? 
Oh yeah, I'm 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 because like like um you know because if 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 a woman has all the beauty and everything else, you know that can fade away. What if she gets mm -hmm. sick? You know that's that's going to be gone. But if you love that person and you looking beyond all that, because at a certain age and you mature more, you understand more about life and what you want in a lasting relationship. All this microwave, quick access to stuff, you know, all that, you know, you've been there and done that when you were younger. Yeah. And a lot of youngsters don't really quite understand that quite yet. But when you get older, you know, all that stuff begins to fade. You want something in your life that's going to be long term. That's not going to be just based off of the looks and the, the glamour of stuff. You go. Yeah. And that's where that that's where that love comes in. You know, you to you, to, put, to sustain anything, you have to have that love for it. Yeah. Right? When that person gets sick and lose the weight and lose the butt, and lose the shape. <laughs> yeah you're gonna leave <laughs> right <laughs> you know? yeah but if you if you with that person and you looking beyond the shape and all that and you love that person that's more important that's why it always goes back loving yourself first exactly exactly as i got older man i stopped looking at the looking at the physical start looking at the mentality more uh, what they say when they open their mouth. And so I, I'm cool because you can always just hit the gym together and get the bodies right. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? She she checking out these other boxes for you. Man, go hit the gym together. Get that get that body tight. You know what I'm saying? That's right. And as simple as that. Most definitely because like like I said, man, beauty beauty phase, man. We're all gonna one day we're all gonna be get old and one day we're all gonna be in the ground, right? So Yeah. You gotta be that person who's gonna hold you down. You know that's more than anything. You know, when I'm sick, you're gonna hold me down. When you sick, I'm gonna hold you down. If yeah, that like we don't even need to be together. But um, yeah. So I've been in situations. I yeah, of course I've been. I've been. Hey, I've been with girls because <laughs> you know. <laughs> but at the end of the day, this is what happened. Uh, so I was with a female, young lady. I'm not gonna say no names. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. Long story short, hey, she she was beautiful, man. She was bad, shaped right, everything. I'm bringing her from out of town, bringing her to Houston, giving her the world and everything, you know. But in the end of the day, you know, you gotta think like this way. Uh, I wasn't as financially stable as somebody else, and look what happened. I brought her to Houston just to go meet another guy. <laughs> so gotcha. So they're not there for you, like I said. Physically, mentally, it's it's not gonna it's not gonna work, because um, uh, you got to be with somebody you can build with. Yeah. Because if you can't build with them, then like there's no point of being together. Because like back to the communication thing, like we've been talking about this whole podcast, communication is key. You know, all of us have been through things that might stagnate us from being. Um, able to communicate because I know I've been through my stuff that I just don't want to open up about certain stuff. Yeah. So, but, you know, as I've gotten older and found outlets and matured, I've been able to communicate better, not perfect, you know. And I, you know what I'm saying? I, even like, you know, 
I guess our culture is like the male masculinity thing is a block because mm. we always want to be this tough guy. Yeah. Uh, I think that our culture's view of masculinity is kind of off a little bit. I don't know if you guys agree with me or not. Mm. But um, like I said, you got to be able to trust each other, love each other, and communicate. Because without communication, if I don't know what's going on with you, and you don't know what's going on with me, and we're on the same page, it's not going to work. It's going to fall apart. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of times in our community, uh, the image of masculinity is the thug. Yeah. They, 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 they put those two things together. If you're not street and nothing like that, then you, you, you're not a man. But to me, a man is a person that leads his family, take care of his family. You know what I'm saying? And uh, handles his business uh, legally. <laughs> that's, that's, that's my, that's my uh, view of what a man is. He take care of his family, he leads his family. Uh, uh, you know, spiritually, mentally, and teaches them the right things. I'm going to tell y'all something. Um, ladies, uh, women, the most dangerous woman, the most dangerous woman is a woman who uses their body and their looks to destroy a man and not build the man up. Yeah. If you and then for a woman to know they got it going on, right? I mean, from head to toe, and know that they can use what they got to get a man, only to use that man for what he has, and keep going on and doing whatever they're doing. That's the most dangerous woman, because that woman can be responsible to destroy nations that come out of that womb. Yeah. That. And yeah. woman not to use their God-given abilities as a woman for the good is the reason why families in our culture as a whole is so damaged. When the woman yeah. is not in her place connected to herself, to the higher creator, that woman will be used by the devil to destroy nations. Exactly. And that's all throughout history. There you go. And it ain't nothing yeah. to play It ain't nothing to play with than to be with a woman who chooses to do evil with what she has than to do good with what she has, what God gave her to use to bless the world. Ten four. Let's see, man. Y'all got anything else y'all want to add to this conversation? I think we hit on a bunch of good points tonight, man. And uh, like I say, I, I follow Love Dorsey. She puts out a lot of good information. And, um, and she holds men and women accountable. But, uh, when she brought up the communication, the men, you know, holding things in, I could relate to that. And I feel like a lot of men uh, can relate to that also. And uh, us being able to express ourselves and open up and and, and, and having a circle or, or an outlet for us to get that, get that, get these, these emotions, these feelings, this energy and everything off of these burdens off of us. I feel like it was a really good topic to touch on. Yeah. 
I think see. I think more than anything, it's the choices. It's like uh is it Fifi three six five? She said choices to use your powers, good or evil. Because it's only one or the other. Yeah. We all got one or the other to choose from. Good or evil. Tenfold. Yeah. All right, man. Let the people know how they can reach out. Go ahead, Steve O. What's your social media and everything? How they can reach you? Absolutely. Reach out. Follow your boy, Hoverman Cop, on Instagram. Hoverman Cop. That's it. Tenfold. TikTok. Everything. And uh, Joe, tell them how they can reach you, man. Oh, well, right now I'm just on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> 2680. But future podcast, I'll be building my, trying to build my uh, little social media up. Gotcha. Now, uh, this has been the first, this has been the first showing of the uh, Men Can't Always Be Wrong podcast. Other member will be us, uh, be with us in the future episodes. Mr. Uh, LDC1, my engineer for my music. I'm T Swin. You can reach me here on Instagram at Swinton Transport and at Real T Swin. TikTok, uh, T underscore Swin. Man, you can go to tswin.hearnow.com and get my music. I got a new album coming out called uh, Transportation Music because that's what I do. And, uh, man, y'all stay tuned. You know, hit in the chat, leave some comments, let, let us know what you liked about the show. We got more to come, and it's only going to get better. We're going to have some special guests coming for y'all. Uh, we connected up. <laughs> we got some good good stuff, good uh, good, good information, and some good stuff for you guys coming. Y'all got any last words y'all want to say? Just have we all got stuck. Man, is there, gotcha, man. Just be careful. Well, man, watch what you do. No, keep God first, and that's it, man. Hey, I definitely want to say I appreciate everyone that tuned in. This is just going to get exactly. better. This is this is what we needed. Um, I only see greater things happening, and it all starts with us, uh, like-minded people joining together. Because once like-minded people get together and do things the right way, mm -hmm. we're unstoppable. Yes, sir. All right, man. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. It's your guy, T. Swin. Your boy, Steve O. Hoverman Cop. Your boy, Joe. And for LDC1, thank y'all, man. Thank y'all for tuning in. See y'all next week. All right. Out.